people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by Starshine for a game of No Springs, a two-player role-playing game inspired by industrial films of the 1940s and 50s. You know the ones, the black and white 50s films that would ask you to imagine a world where there were no springs. No Springs is a two-player role-playing game in which one player takes on the role of a victim who is visited by a teacher to illustrate the value of some concept out in the world. Usually this takes the form of the teacher illustrating the value of this thing by sort of torturously removing it from the world and showing the catastrophic consequences of what that world would look like. Using a tug-of-war-inspired back-and-forth dice system, the teacher and victim butt heads and engage in ideological warfare until one of them comes around to see the perspective of the other. The game is really, really fun, genuinely very funny, and I loved playing it so, so much. You can find more information about No Springs at starshinescribbles.itch.io or check the show notes for more information. Now, with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Starshine. Starshine, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am so excited for today's game. I've been looking forward to it all day. So why don't you take a moment and let our lovely listeners at home know about what we are playing this week, as well as anything else you've got going on that you might want them to know about. Uh, today we're playing No Springs. Uh, it is a love letter to industrial films of the 1940s, 50s and 60s, specifically a film called A Case of Spring Fever, which was made by the Jam Handy organization for Chevrolet to promote the concept of springs to the American public. Obviously, these shorts were very influential at the time, because they were a place of high camp and often weird surrealism, because you're trying Mm -hmm. to promote these very abstract concepts to people in a visual medium. Basically, the film has a sort of your average Midwestern American man trying to fix a couch. He says, well, I don't want to see a spring ever again which somehow summons this thing called Coily the Spring Sprite, which removes all the springs from the world and then torments him for eight minutes. And obviously these shorts uh, were massively influential because obviously you can see sort of John Walters and David Lynch have pulled from these, Mm -hmm. but they had a second life in sort of the late 80s, early 90s with shows like Mystery Science Theatre 3000 who would riff on them and famously... Uh, no Springs was, at the time, the last short MST3K did before the reboot. And this game is basically about recreating one of those shorts where one of you plays the annoying little teacher and the other one plays someone just trying to go about their day. I I heard that pitch. You gave me that pitch when I was like, what should we play for the show? And you were like, this is the game. And I was like, this. I, lo- I lost it. I was sitting in my office just giggling. Uh, I, as a, as a, as a child of a particular age, uh, I came up in the, in the nineties, I, as, as I came up in the nineties. And so like my specific exposure to industrial films is, uh, through the works of one Troy McClure from the Simpsons, uh, who you may remember him from such films. Uh, and that, and, and that and Futurama were the two things that like gave me like, uh, they, they were the things that introduced me to that vein of industrial educational film. Uh, yeah, and specifically, The Simpsons did reference a case of spring fever in a world without zinc, which is basically the exact that they just remade the film effectively. I love it. I love it so much. I, I love every time they do one of those weird industrial films, the uh, the the Futurama ones, which is the 
the the noisy it's it's robot fever the noisy killer it's great yes all very good i i've been so excited for this uh this is so my jam so why don't we go ahead and dive right in sure so uh we have to choose who which of us will be the teacher and which of us will be the victim the teacher is the is the entity or person that is going to introduce us to this world and the victim is the person that is being subjected to a particular hellscape uh, the host host preference which do you want to take i i genuinely don't know because they're both extremely good <laughs> hence why i'm passing off the choice no i appreciate it no i i get it i see i see it and i respect it i think i would like to be here's the trade-off i'm gonna make I would love to be the teacher, but I would like for you to to choose what the thing is, what the thing is that we are, uh, that we are, are experiencing a world without. Sure. I thought because obviously if we all the teachers make sense, why don't we do podcasting? <laughs> yep. There it is. That's good. I'm good. I'm excited. Fuck, I was not prepared for that. As soon as you said, like, since you're the teacher, I knew what was coming, and yet I did not, I was not able to prepare myself. I'm, this is good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm thrilled. So as the teacher, I need to devise a theme, a name, and an appearance. I've got the theme, which is podcasts. The name is, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Wally Waveform. Wally Waveform is the name. Oh, that's perfect. I can immediately see what that would look like as well. Oh yeah, Wally Waitform is um like if you're looking at if you're looking at Audacity Audition, it is just a waveform that like moves and ha- like it's I, I I go immediately towards uh object with googly eyes and 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 gumby arms. Yes. And what I'm imagining is like a waveform, like a constantly wiggling waveform with just Full-on, like, claymation arms and legs and big, goofy, googly eyes. (laughs) Oh, that is perfect. Uh, And the idea that the waveform, like, moves in in accordance with him speaking is very, very funny to me. (laughs) Yes. Because it adds this little bit of nightmarish to the film itself. (laughs) It's it's a bit eldritch. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit, and I'm excited about that. So that is my that is my teacher. Uh, introduce us to our victim. Well, I'm gonna reference another shot. I think by being Henry Slinkman. He's Great. a man from a short called uh, Correct Shopping who likes lima beans. Great, I so love it. He is your average American man from the 1950s, always wearing a trilby for reasons not fully explained. And really, he's just living a nice bachelor life. On his own in his nice little apartment. Maybe he's a, a bit, you know, not the most kept man, but he's he's trying, God bless him. Of course he is, of course he is, of course he is. So this 1950s man is going to be introduced to a world without podcasts, which is <laughs> extremely funny to me. So the teacher explains what the victim did to summon them. I think we open... What does Henry's living room... Henry? You said Henry Slinkman? Henry Slinkman. That's what does name, Henry's sir. What does Henry's living room look like? Well, I have all the modern conveniences. I have a, one couch brought freshly from the uh, famous European designer IKEA in front of my medium-sized TV next to my hot plate where I heat my soup. All the modern conveniences here. 
all the modern conveniences. Um, and I think right now you have in front of your very impressive modern television, you have you have pulled up your favorite uh, your favorite TV show when in front of it, uh, the streaming service that you're playing it from plays an ad for the newest uh, the newest uh, we love we we love we less than three podcast production of a podcast by the cast of. What is the last bad thing that you watched or that I watched? I have to think about this. That's a good question. I have no idea why my brain's going to Riverdale. The la- you know what? I see uh, it is the it is the Riverdale it is a Riverdale uh analysis podcast by the cast of Riverdale. Which I say out loud, which I should know. This is an important disclaimer for people for people listening. I'm not I'm not ashamed to say I would probably admittedly listen to that. I need that on the record. I will say no. I do because Riverdale films locally to me and I'm worried they'll come beat me up. <laughs> Alright, well good. Well, for your own protection's sake. But uh the, the, the official this is the official Riverdale podcast is playing on a streaming ad and drawing from a real experience with a streaming channel that I've had recently. The the software has had a bug and it's played the same ad for you three times in a row. Oh no. What is Henry's reaction? <sighs> oh, not again. Why does happen Last time I checked, Archie was an ugly man who somehow had two pretty girlfriends. Can't stand these modern reboots, all trying to be meta and different. Oh, I tried to watch it once, but it gave me a headache. You know, I wish all these podcasts would just disappear. Let us watch media how it should be. Not on demand and picked for me. At which point, um, from the speakers, from the speakers in the back of your TV, like, comes, uh, an inky blue mist that is coupled by, like, um, your hot plate switches on by its own accord, and the sizzle that it makes starts to make a little spiky waveform. The IKEA cow, the IKEA table creaks, and with that creak, another sort of waveform, and they all kind of twirl together. When <laughs> Wacky Wally waveform uh, lands down, <laughs> gives a big wave, and says, "Well, now hold there, buddy." Can you imagine a world without podcasts? I want to imagine a world without podcasts. I don't know. I just know. want my TV back. I don't know if you've really considered what that world would look like. And with that gives the biggest, awkwardest arm wave as we get truly, like, the most indulgent rainbow wipe that you can imagine. <laughs> and suddenly we are out and about in the city. So with this, uh, should I do I take the first turn? You do, yes. All right, talk us through what a turn looks like. Uh, basically, you start with four lovely d6 dice, and you may uh, make as many actions as you want. Basically, uh, I'm going to say that again. You start with four d6 dice, and when you make an action, which for the teacher can be pretty much anything because you aren't bound by the laws of reality, unlike some of us, you roll as many of those dice as you wish. Mm. So you can roll one, two, three, four. You're aiming to get over three, 
If you get over three, you succeed. You explain how that happens. If you get under three, I get to explain how you fail. And you have to give me the dice you just rolled. This whole thing is tug of war trying to get control of the end of the film. Got it. Another thing to remember is, while you can roll multiple dice, you can only use each dice, physical dice, once per turn. And if you roll several dice and two of them roll the same number, you have to pass over one of the dice as well. So rolling more dice means you're likely to succeed, but also opens up the chance that you may lose a dice from matching them. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I think the two actions that I am taking here as I as I give us this big, awkward rainbow wave is uh, teleporting us to another location, which I have in my head, and removing their theme from the world and removing the world of pod, the, the beautiful world of podcasting from from existence. So I am going to take my four dice. I am going to roll two sets of two dice to try and get a three or better on each action. Mm hmm. That is a three on my first action to teleport us to another location. And that is a seven for the second action. Podcasts have been wiped from existence. But the teleport failed. The teleport has failed. So we've so what has happened then, what, what that means is that I've given a rainbow wipe and we are still in the we are still in the yep. apartment. That is very fun. Just Henry is there staring at you, staring at you like have you seen how much transit costs in this city? We're not going anywhere. If you want to uh, talk to me, you can do it in my own home where it's nice and comfortable. I don't know. Have you heard how much transit costs these days? Because news podcasts don't exist anymore. Ba ba ba. Henry's just there with sort of the blank expression of a man who is still trying to work out what this creature is and if he should like call the police or animal control. <laughs> So because I have uh, failed my act, I failed my teleport action, you take these two dice and I hold yep. on to my other two. Yep. So I get two more if I want to use them. And is that, that's both your actions done. That is both of my actions. So we trade off. Well, Henry is now in a world without news podcasts, even though he doesn't realize it yet, but he's still in his nice house. So Henry, being a man of sort of just general calm... He reaches across to the hot plate, gets the, what was a can of Campbell's Chunky Soup, but it's been used several days ago, and he's just going to try and put it right on top of the waveform. <laughs> and as he does, his mum's like, oh, tell the landlord about the rats again. And I'm going to commit hmm, I love three, of, three of my dice to trying to do that. Uh, six, eight, but I got double three, so I lose one of my dice again. All right, so I am back to three dice. And I am back to four. But yes, I just put the cup, the, the can of can of old soup over the top of it. And now with says it going, ah, sometimes the simple things really are the best. You know, I'm going to turn on my favorite new talk show and see how that's going. At least it will drown out this little thing, whatever it is. And I'm going to commit two dice to try and turn on my favorite talk show. And I got two. So Great. You take two dice. So that puts me up to five dice. <laughs> I'm back down to two. And that's the end of my turn. I'm not receiving any more of mine. All right. So uh, when the when the when you turn on the pod, uh, when you turn on the talk show, 
it is chaos. Uh, what has immediately happened is the host is sitting around covered in flop sweat, like the the his uh, his index cards are kind of sticking to his forehead, and he's like, "I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to how to make this work." All of the celebrities are gone, and I am going to use an action to uh, I am going to use an action to remove their theme from the world and. To, to further emphasize the impact, I'm going to roll three dice uh, to make this a reality. That is a two, three. That is a seven total, so that succeeds. So I'll put aside these three dice. Uh, and what has happened is, without ways to just share their opinions on microphone every single week for who knows how, for dozens, for tens of on tens of listeners... Celebrities just got so frustrated with their careers that they all just stopped appearing on meaningless talk shows. There are no more celebrity talk shows because without outlets for celebrities to just air their every single opinion, where are they going to go? What makes them a celebrity if they can't just make a podcast at any time ever? <laughs> Stand just watch this for a couple of minutes like... Um... Not a fan of this new comedy. Far too silly for my tastes. And <sighs> I think I'm going to roll my other two dice to try and teleport us to another location. That is a five. So uh, you 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 click the clicker as you try to change the channel. Um, everything around both of us turns to static. And you and the couch and Wally Waveform, who is still in a tin can have appeared in uh, a sub like what was had, has appeared in a cluttered suburban basement and you hear the title of the start of the terrible world with a podcast <sighs> just looks down at Cam like Cam is just wobbling just Henry just looks around I didn't even bring a coat what the Oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble if people find out about this. <sighs> what have you done anyway? I really mean it. This is a world where podcasting does not exist. Henry just goes like now putting his ear up to the can, like, oh. <sighs> as soon as You're you the weirdest rat I've ever met. As soon as you lift up the can... I imagine liquidy like a Salvador Dali clock while he just like slinks out of it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have created a world in which podcasting doesn't exist. So why are we here then? Ah, you don't recognize this? This is the studio of every of every two guys talk about something podcast there is. And you'll note there's no podcast studio. No microphones, no no obtrusively placed posters to be in front of a YouTube camera. Just a basement. Henry just looks around and has a... I think it's an improvement. Those men have joined the workforce. And this basement could be used for hobbies. Look over there. That's the perfect space for a woodworking table. In five years, they could have laid the table. Isn't this a better world? One with free tables for everyone? Ornate cross-stitch? I think this is a boon for Etsy. Uh, is that an action that you're taking? Yes, I'm going to praise Etsy. 
Good. I love it. That's great. That I'm going to commit rules. one dice because I don't want to praise them that much. <laughs> and a one. So I am now down to one dice. So my praising of Etsy fails. And I think what happens is I say, is that so? Why don't you go ahead and look at look at the Etsy app on your big fancy smartphone? Henry's the size of the the look of a man who is kind of slowly accepting his fate pulls it out. This is like an Android one as well, so he's oh, like, yeah. give me a second. Another couple of seconds. I hope you, you know. I have, a, I, have a group, I have a group plan if you wanna They let you sign up for one of those. Oh yeah, I mean I have a I have a line of credit. They they were really excited. Oh I didn't know you were union. Oh, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've got it open. Or at least it looks surprisingly empty. That's right. Because everyone, because all of the, because all of the, all of the dudes that were on Two Dudes Talk About Things podcast flooded the market, Etsy bottomed out and no could no longer afford its distribution costs. Now the only website that still exists is, <sighs> and I am going to roll three dice. That is a 14. The only website that exists now is thinkgeek.com. It's, it's, no, it's Woot. Woot is the only website that exists anymore. And there are limited time sales of shirts that all say, of shirts that all say this would be better with bacon because it turns out all of those dudes started making the exact same t-shirts. Oh, you monster. All of this could have been avoided if only... If only those bland, unoriginal, unoriginal, un- unimaginative weirdos could have just been spewing their opinions into a microphone for no one to listen. <sighs> just no, I refuse. I refuse to accept this. There are oh. positives. Oh, really? <laughs> just because you've ruined modern culture doesn't mean historical culture doesn't exist. No, no, no. I'm going to the library. And there, I'm going to show you, one, the folly of your ways, and two, that the classics will always remain, even without podcasters. And using my only dice, so I am on thin ice. R5, so we're okay. Yep, Henry just stands up, walks, gets to the door, and sort of fills it for a minute. Because he's slowly realising he doesn't actually know where he is. So he starts just walking through this man's, what was this person's house, effectively. So, (laughs) don't mind me. Just dealing with this little creature. Madam, please stop. Please stop screaming. It's totally fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. Uh, Please stop screaming. We we are leaving. Though, my... Just uh, reached into his wallet, pulls out a business card. Henry Slinkman, my couch is in your basement. I'll be back to pick it up in four to five business days. Please, please don't sit on it. I've just had it cleaned. Just walks out onto the street and starts to walk where he thinks the library is, but he's not entirely sure because this is a new. I think you're able. Know. I think you're you're able to in that way of industrial films, like everything is like right next door to each other. There's a big <laughs> sign that says "Library" right next door. Yes. Ah, see, that's how tax dollars going to work. That is, and that's the end of my turn. Cause... And I'm going to roll four dice here. Uh, that is. I think that I I am I am injecting something into the scene here. I'm summoning an object from thin air as you walk into the library. There you are, you are, you open 
you get we get the we get the cinematic effect of like when somebody opens the door and there's like a band playing where like you're kind of blown back by the air for a second and the Ugh. noise volume. Um, Wally over side either side of his weird uh, weird vacillating waveform puts on a pair of earmuffs or like earmuffs and walks in, and there are. There are just people screaming at each other, and every single table is just random people just yelling at each other with their full fury. Oh. Henry just puts his fingers in his ears. What's going on in here? Libraries well, are meant to be quiet! Well, you see, without history, without history podcasts... Every every angry person with an opinion about the war, it doesn't matter which war, every angry person was forced to relocate to the library where they will have their loud, red-faced, angry arguments with one another instead of with a microphone. And I'm going to roll another three dice to take another action. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, now that actually... Gives you two new dice because I matched in sixes and I matched in I matched a two. So let me ask you this. So previously <laughs> I rolled a four, a five, a six, and a two. Yes. Now this time I've rolled that was my the four dice I rolled last time. This time I rolled three dice and I rolled two sixes and a two. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that does do the do the no. twos match? So I give you a dice for the twos, even though it was my yeah. last roll. Mm-hmm. Great. So take a dice for that, and then you'll take another. You'll take two. Is it two dice if I roll three matches? No, uh, just the one. If we get okay, one so match, you'll, so you'll, match take, you'll take two dice back, putting me down to three dice, putting me down to five dice, putting you up to three dice. Three. As um, but what happens is at the same time, uh, you are very nearly bowled over. You are very nearly bowled over by uh somebody wearing like uh like a like hat like like a just like a like a medieval cloak and like swinging from a rope. And every every modern mythology major without having their own mythology and, and folklore podcast has just been acting out various pieces of, of mythology here, right here in the library. There is that. Mother said this would happen. This is why she told me to become a plumber. But Henry now bowled over by the man. It's just like, spends a moment sort of considering his next move. Also, while still being deafened. He goes... But Wally, tell me something. Then he realizes it's noisy again. Wally, tell me something. As an older American male, surely this world of intense combat and weird mythological fantasies are built for me. In fact, he goes over to the man with the helmet. I think I'm going to finally live out my dream and become a Viking. (laughs) And go roll two dice to try and steal that man's hat. (laughs) Seven. Great. <laughs> just walks up uh, because obviously because we're an industrial film the second that that extra got off camera he just stopped moving he has no blocking yeah. past oh, yeah. that oh yeah so he's just there effectively T-pose and Henry just grabs his hat plonks it on somehow the hat fits Henry just between the cut suddenly got bigger and Henry's like see I think I like this and just think Henry Henry my name's Henry oh gosh I'm losing my mind just think Wally now I'll be able to claim a kingdom of my own. For instance, I may claim this library as my domain. You there! Points to the librarian. Fetch me a Christmas carol. I'm going to show you what happens to little things that annoy people. 
And I'm going to just roll two dice, see if, see if that person will listen to me. All right. Six, they do. Great. <laughs> yep, to so the librarian, who is, for some unknown reason, dressed in like a classical Roman chariot as attire, ducks down and pulls out a copy of A Christmas Carol, which Henry picks up and starts to fleece through. Are you making another action? Nope. Great. Just leafing through a book. Great. I am gonna flip. I am gonna roll three dice immediately. I'll go for it. Uh, that is a that is a fourteen. Uh, the copy of a Christmas Carol you are given is like it. It practically crumbles in your hand. It practically it is so old and beaten up, and the librarian looks at you with just misery in her eyes. We. This is the only copy that we have. We can't get any other copies. Are our 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 modern systems of our modern systems of commerce and transit and and logistics have all fallen apart because no one can afford the astronomical cost of stamps and no one has heard of a better way to order stamps efficiently and effectively and Wally Waveform just meaningfully looks no one has ever heard of better ways to buy stamps on the internet Henry just looks shakes his head there are some things I will deal with, little thing. But you have just crossed a line. <laughs> Without stamps, what will the philatelists do? Whew, this happened to the mythology mages. I hate to see that. You taking another action? I'm trying to decide if I'm trying to decide what other... I, I want to take another action. I've got two more dice and I'm trying to decide what my <laughs> other action is. Um, I think that my other action is... Uh, yep. Okay, I know what it is now. I'm gonna roll two dice. That is a. Uh, so take one more dice because one of my sixes has matched my previous roll. Uh, not the pre. It's only on the same roll. Oh, it's only on the same roll. So then I yeah. roll two dice. I succeed at my roll, and what I get is, uh, and Wally walks up and like jumps onto a table to put a hand on your shoulder and says, and because nobody knows about. Uh, nobody knows about innovative drag-and-drop website-building uh, technology. Nobody can communicate better ways to live or to work. Everyone's websites are so clunky, and and I don't, I don't want to tell you the worst part. Henry just looks for a brief second. <sighs> no what? one even knows you're a Viking king because you don't have an easily built website to convey that information to the world. <sighs> Henry's like, oh, just takes the helmet off in shame. He's like, oh, <laughs> I have upset my forefathers. <sighs> just has a moment he looks, just reaches across to Wally, like, Wally? And for a brief second, it looks like he might be about to give up. Then he just sort of stamps his foot down. No, I refuse to accept it. You might think that you've got one over on me, but no. There will be one positive to this world. And I know where to find it. Henry is the sort of looks around for a brief second, and just just at the corner of the shot, you do see the actor just grab the helmet again, just put yep, it behind right. his back. He's, he just wants that for personal use. We're going to the park. The ducks. Ducks have no need of podcasts. And ducks, well, watching the ducks is brilliant, isn't it? That will not be affected. Rolling two dice to see if we can go see a duck. Eight. We are going to see a duck. All right. This is Henry, with the confidence of a man who does not know he is beaten. Just 
strolls past. That man is who was with the helmet is still over there, and he's still just stuck. He doesn't have any more set direction. Great. I love it. I love it. I love it. So we are now in the park. Yep, the We're lovely, walk- lovely green space. And I am going to roll. Let me think about my action for a second. I am rolling 3d6. That is a 4, 5, and 6. So that is a 15. And um, what happens is you get to... It looks like Woodstock. You get to the park and there is just throngs and throngs of people surrounding surrounding this duck pond. You see a duck walk by and it is just swarmed by people like just looking at it and pointing at it. Wally walks up. Remember all those celebrities that said they didn't have they didn't have careers anymore? They've become ducks. Turns out every single one of them thought I'm just going to go to the park and look at ducks because they don't have schedules and assistants and careers anymore so they can achieve a life of peace and serenity. Which means that ordinary people like us can't look at the ducks anymore. Those Hollywood bigwigs are always coming and looking at our ducks. Nope. Henry sort of crosses his arms, tries to sit on a bench. There's already someone sat there. (laughs) You know what? No, I have a plan to fix this. I have a plan. And how many dice do you have left? I have two dice left. Ooh. I have, five, I have five dice total, but I have two dice I have not used, and I don't think I'm going to use them on this action. Okay. I think I have gonna... another action this turn. Okay. Uh, then Henry is going to reach into his pocket to try and produce his pen. Going to commit two dollars, uh, $2, two dice to that. Uh, eight, but a duplicate, so you take a dice. All right. Henry produces his pen, produces a piece of paper. I'm going to write to my congressman and he'll make this duck pond only available to people like me. <laughs> and I know you can't do anything about that little thing, so I know you can't vote. Well, that's just mean, but you are, you're not wrong, but it's cruel. That's cruel is what I will say. Dear congressman, I didn't vote for you last election, but I would like you to make the duck pond only available to the working man. Your sincerely... I have just realised something. How would we buy stamps? At which point Henry is going to, has realised the folly of his ways and just folds it up into a paper airplane and just tries to throw it and hope it lands. I'm going to commit a dice, single dice. Five. So yes, he just throws this paper airplane letter hoping it reaches his congressman. Uh, we get a hard, we get like a side pan. We follow the paper airplane, the, the camera side swipes as the airplane flies across the, fly, the, the, across the frame to land at the desk of a local congressman. Uh, and I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll four dice for this. Uh, take one dice to two matching threes, but that is a 16 total. As, uh... We, as the congressman picks up, picks up the paper. This is a great idea, but I'm just, I'm so, I'm so parched because I don't have ready-made meals, uh, with the ingredients shipped to me on a monthly basis. So I don't have time to make healthy meals every day. If only there was some way for me to find out and get a discount on my first two orders of custom delivery meals. Sadly, I, I this doesn't exist, so I'm too 
tired and famished to finish reading this letter and pass this into law. And uh, with my following two dice, uh, which is a seven total, there is a an absolute rumbling as all of the celebrities peek up like they are, like they are gazelles looking up uh, as suddenly they all start to scatter. And you do get some time to look at that duck. But, like, oh. the Jurassic Park, like, water is rippling. Wave, Wally Waveform's eyes go go wide and stark, and he starts to, to shake and shiver. The business podcasters. What time is it? What time is it? Henry's pulled his watch. 4 p.m., why'd you ask? No. We have to get inside. Why? And you start to see a shadow cross over the horizon. Oh my god. Without the obligation. Without the obligation to make business podcasts, thousands upon thousands of leadership advocates and gurus and mentors and thought leaders all have enough off of their plates that they can leave work one hour early and they flood the streets. It's a stampede, and we have to escape. You monster. I don't want to be around those people. They're bad enough as it is. (laughs) Well, where are we going to hide? You tell me. Uh, Henry, who is still slightly dazed from the jump cut, which he somehow saw, looks around furiously for a few brief moments like, "Mm. we can't go to the library, we can't go to the park. Hmm. Where is a safe place that will be untouched by your corruption, little thing? I have it! My mother's house! Hasn't used a computer ever! So I'm just going to grab, literally squeezes the waveform, and he's going to try and run from the mob with two dice, four. So just pulling it off. There's a whole chase sequence where we're just being chased by just hundreds upon hundreds of people in business suits, all screaming about, all screaming about innovation and disrupting sectors. We narrowly make it to your mother's house. The classic chase. Playing the entire time. Yep, it's gonna put put Coy down and not Coyly I'm gonna put wave, Wally Waveform down and be like and stand by my mother's door just see just taps the door a little bit this 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 is a world without podcasts already and look serenity beauty hard working things you wouldn't understand hopefully she's in I'm gonna end my turn there and I'm gonna roll three dice Think about what I want. What I want to go wrong here. I'm going to roll all five of my dice here. For one very big thing to go wrong. And I know what it is. I have an idea. Uh, That is two dice coming to you. But that is uh, a... That is 20 plus. So, um... What happens is you open the door and um, what is what is the topic Henry does not want to talk about with his mother? Uh, 
his career choice. He always did want he always did want him to become a plumber, but no, Henry went into the bright world of typesetting. Um, and I think that that she gets inside and she's like, you know, the neighbors across the street, their plumbing business is booming. They've got three practices. It's it's doing wonderfully. It is truly it's it's the business of the future. And I really wish that you had stopped and considered your options a little bit. And Wally just kind of like sadly shakes his head. Without weird half-heard stories from podcasts, your mother has too much time to focus on the on actual topics of conversation. And there's no easy out by saying, "Hey, did you hear? Did you hear the latest episode of This American Life or Prairie Home Companion?" I knew that I shouldn't have supported them with that five dollars five years ago. They, oh, they're sh- programming. Their programming and your do- your dodging an ugly conversation was made possible by viewers like you. I knew I should have brought that bagel. <laughs> just Henry, just this, this is the moment Henry just kind of breaks. He's just like, oh no, not not this. I went through this every single day from the age of thirteen to twenty-seven. <sighs> You're a cruel waveform. I am only I am only the conveyor of what a world would look like if no one had podcasts. You monster. No. Surely there must be one positive to this world. One singular positive. Are you going to take an action or am I, is it my turn? Uh, I'm going to take one of my actions. All right. I'm trying to think what I'm going to do. Oh, I have the stupidest idea. <laughs> you you have to go for it. I'm going for it. How about instead? I know what will finally get rid of you, little thing. Poets! What a poet but podcasters with class. All I have to do is find a poet to calm these people and you'll be gone. Then I'll be able to return to my show and everything will be normal. So Henry looks at his mother. Mother, please bring me the phone book. I'm going to find us a poet. Four dice. Can we find poets? Uh, yes, but you get a dice from it because I get a double. All right, we're back to four each. <laughs> All square. Yep, he gets the gets the phone book, which has not been touched for several years, very clearly. P, pedrotrist, plumber. And just the second he says that, Mum's like, that could be you, Mother. <laughs> I've told you, typesetting. <laughs> poet, perfect. I'm going to call a poet and have them have them write a new poem, one that will calm the masses. And I'm going to use my remaining single dice for the turn five. So just, yeah, gets the phone, calls the poet. Poetry hotline, how may we help you? Yes, uh, I would like a poem written, if possible. One that's good at getting rid of... Look, covers the phone, looks down at waveform. What are you? A magical waveform. Look, could get rid of a magical waveform. No, madam, I, I'm not drunk. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm being <laughs> deadly serious, actually. No, no, please, please, please don't, please don't redirect me. No, 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 don't, don't, please don't redirect me to the Birds of the Clown hotline. I've, I've already said. Okay. He looks down again. Would you accept ghost? I would accept ghost. Ghost works. Sure. Yes, a poem to get rid of a ghost to sort of soothe the, the spirit of the nation. Hangs up the phone. 
Well, you'll be glad to know, not only will that poem be distributed widely and calm the populace and bring us to a world of culture and class, (laughs) they actually had a sale on ghost poems. I just saved myself five dollars. Oh. And then immediately the mother's like, you owe me twelve. Well, mother. All right, well, I just rolled two dice to give yourself one extra dice, but it was a twelve. So I think what happens is uh you get the you get the poem it it comes out of your out of your very fat of your mother's very fancy fax machine and it is uh it is like if you are a ghost we hate you the most we wish you would leave in you we do not believe and Wally kind of like smugly sits in smugly sits in a chair, leans back a little bit. Without paranormal podcasting, all of those all of those weird ghost people were forced to open legitimate ghost hunting businesses, which really drove down the ghost poem business. It drove down really go all of the paranormal industry as a whole has taken a real hit without people. People uh, espousing with absolute utter confidence their their random ghost beliefs. And so you're telling, you're telling me the thing. ghost industry is a spirit of its former self. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um, and my other two dice is an eight. So the other thing that happens is you also are faxed a bill. You are also faxed a bill from the uh, from the poetry hotline, uh, and it is exorbitant. And Wally's like, and without without podcasters, without podcasters giving vital business to business to to crowdfunding apps, those costs have been passed on to the consumer. I always knew this would happen. My darkest nightmares are coming true. <sighs> just considers for a moment that kind of a grim silence hangs over almost like this is the reel they're going to cut when it gets released mm-hmm. no no I simply refuse Wally I'm going home I'm going to go to bed and when I have woken up you will be gone you are merely this whole thing it's merely a dream very clearly a dream all made up by my fevered imagination I knew I shouldn't have brought that discount soup so he's gonna. He sort of gets up, pushes his chair back, prepares to leave, and as this is a dream, I don't have to do anything. Mother, we've never gotten along, and I do not like your hair. Good day. <laughs> and rolling, I'm going to roll the four of my dice. Yep, that passes across, and no matches. Damn. So yep. Just gets up, storms, closes the door behind him, stormed home to bed. That's my turn done. Um. That is one more dice to you, but it is a ten total. Uh, you lay down, and it is like it is like knives and rocks in your back. As Wally leans forward, where'd you get that discount mattress? If high quality mattresses at affordable prices are not available to the populace without podcast advertising, Chris Jericho, why have you forsaken me? And with uh no that's all that's my those are all my dice so I uh, it is your action. Henry's just there just cursing the name of Jericho and cursing the name of Omaha Steaks at the same time. It's like, is there anything in this world that you have not corrupted? That's it. I'm done with you. Henry now decides to go. Actually, 
How long have we been recording for? Uh, about 45, 50 minutes. Okay, so I'm going to take a very silly, risky action then. Uh, Henry just, this is the moment Henry just loses it. He stands up, adjusts his tie. He goes to fetch that, that can again. Of course, he never would get through. He his couch isn't there. It's still back in the other person's basement. Nope. No, 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 no. He gets, goes to his kitchen, gets a can. And just goes, you're going in the can and you will stay in the can until you learn your lesson. Goes to grab him. And that is four of my dice. Five of my dice, apologies. That passes. And again, oh, no, you get a dice from match. All right. Leaving me on my head. Yep, just gets the, get, gets the can and just shoves the waveform in the can. Then just puts a plate on it. <laughs> Crosses his arms. Peace and quiet. That's that's the world of our podcasts. That's what I enjoy. That's the end of my turn. And on my action, I'm rolling my three dice. Think about this. All right, I got my three dice. Ooh, that is uh, that is an extra dice to you. That was an eight, but one of but there was a matching two, so that is a dice to you. So I'm down to two dice. As uh, from you go and you sit down, you put you put me in the can, you go lay down, and finally you are left alone with your streaming entertainment. Your TV is on. You flip through your channels. Finally relaxed in bed. But none of your favorite shows are, are found. None of your favorite shows are, are are on are available. You can't find them anymore. And uh you start to click and you 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 pull out your Android one phone and you wait for it to load. And you wait for it to load and you wait for it to load, and finally you just can't find any conversation on the internet about any of your about any of your favorite shows. At which point the can kind of... The can sort of rolls in and you hear... Without rewatch podcasts, there were no audiences for any of your favorite shows. Just sitting there in pure disgust. Even Family Feud is gone. This is a dark timeline. Even Family Feud... It, it vanished. It was too pure for this world. Without family underscore, without family comma reviewed, the Family Reviewed Rewatch podcast. Without those out of context clips of slightly lewd sounding questions. <sighs> all played off, all, all under 30 seconds so that they could play them on the podcast without getting DMCA'd. <sighs> this world... Henry sort of just, Henry's having his gravest moment. The lack of family feud has pushed him over the edge. He's a man with nothing to lose. A man with very little to gain. He sits there for a brief moment. Hmm. Trying to think what to do, what to do. No. Henry sort of just sort of storms into his kitchen. No, no. I will make my own entertainment, like my forefathers did. Humans are natural entertainers. I, I can find a way of amusing myself. I, I honestly can. <laughs> and he said, "They look, I can, not you can. 
I can do things, you're, you're a can. So he gathers up some kitchen implements and starts, wants to try and forge them into a musical instrument, something he can bear his soul with. And that includes going into sort of the electrical outlets and sort of into the, the kitchen equipment, sort of pulling bits out. Going to commit two dice. <laughs> this could go very badly for Henry. Last two dice. Uh, failed. <laughs> I've got two. I rolled double one. Great. So that means I get two dice? Yeah, you get two dice, but I'm out of dice. Oh, okay, great. That was my last two. So All Henry right. reached into the fridge. Is that the end of your turn, or there's your, you add zero dice, or your pool is a zero? End of my turn as well. Okay, great. End of my turn, zero dice. I want nothing left. <laughs> great. So then with that, you reach, and you find... Trying to think what the most horrifying thing is to truly like end the story. Uh, Trish, you could also have him like get electrocuted or something, and then wake up. That's that. That is so. You you get zapped. So you get zapped. What happens is you get zapped and sent to hell. But it is your specific hell, so you get zapped. Um, and uh, you you wake up. You get zapped and you're, you're, you're in the hospital bed and the doctor is leaning over and the doctor's face starts to form a waveform. He's, he's like, Henry, Henry, you're on, you're on in five. Henry, wake up, wake up. And you get shaken and you are uh, sitting, you're sitting at a recording booth, microphone in your face as you look up and you see a large poster uh, for trend setters and setters is in big letters. Uh, and they're all different. They're all letters in different uh, typefaces. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and they're like, you, yeah, you're, 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 you're this week's guest on the latest episode of Trendsetters, the official uh, typesetting podcast. No! <laughs> Waveform! <sighs> oh, I'll never do that again. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Waveform, Wally Waveform is looking at you from the producer's booth and gives like a little grin and like quietly starts to walk away and looks. Never question the power of podcasts, because if there is one thing, there's one lesson yet to be taught. We are coming for you. You can never escape us. Our power is infinite. And if you doubt us, in time, <laughs> we will consume you. Good night. The American Podcast Association would like to inform you that podcasts, you need them. (laughs) Podcasts, don't try, don't try and stop us. That's going to get used out of context whenever, (laughs) at some point. Yep. Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for playing this with Thank you so much. Uh, I'm now going to be haunted by podcast demons, which... Well, welcome to my world. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, before we wrap up, where can uh, people find you, your work, and No Springs Online? Uh, no, no Springs is on uh, itch, starshinescribbles.itch.io. You can find me on Twitter at Starshine Scrib, and I have a lovely, shiny new website, which is amazing. There's no podcast on it yet, but there will be eventually. Fear that day. And that is starshinescribbles.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show. This was an absolute treasure and a delight. And now I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future, me. Thanks, Bass Me, and thanks again to Starstein for coming onto the show. That game, that game had me beaming and smiling and laughing from beginning to end, and it turned out to be 
exactly what I'd hoped, and I could not have enjoyed it more, and so thank you so much for playing it with me. Uh, this game is a delight. Be sure to go to starshinescribbles.itch.io or check the link in the show notes for your own copy of No Springs, and be sure to follow Starshine on Twitter at StarshineScrib. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash partyofonediscord to talk to us about the show, if you like this episode, or about wrestling or gritty or whatever you want to talk about. And if you particularly enjoyed the episode, leave us a nice iTunes or Podchaser, Spotify, Podbean. Leave a review wherever they leave reviews. They're all over the place, and I'll find them, and it'll put a smile on my face. Uh, you can also financially support the show at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. Or you can go to bit.ly slash partyofonemerch and pick up a Party of One logo t-shirt, a future me pass me shirt designed by Caro Assertion. Again, that is bit.ly slash partyofonemerch. And if you finish the episode and you think, oh, I just wish I had another podcast to listen to. I wish I just had another hour of good, enjoyable podcasting. Well, don't worry. I got the perfect show for you. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Gatano Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. The show is part of the OneShot Podcast Network. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, or about press coverage of the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's all we do here, so until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. 